this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. I am Jasper Emanuel Y. Arquilas, the Business Mirror's Agriculture Reporter. Today, we podcast the first part of the broader look story titled Born and Bread Imports Condition Threatens to Retard Philippine Meat Industry Growth. Let's get on with the story. Hot dogs are having an identity crisis. It's all because of a three-word phrase, born and bred. No, it's not the title track in John Mayer's fifth studio album. It is something that Philippine state officials and industry players have not come to terms with yet. It all started in 2020 when the government slapped a series of temporary import bans on countries that had confirmed avian influenza or AI outbreaks. It was a precaution that the Philippines took to protect its animal and human health. However, the numerous measures that the government issued to temporarily ban imports resulted in a technical shutdown of the entirety of European meat products to the Philippines. That has left some industries like meat processors scrambling for imported raw materials. Like in previous years that saw European countries out of the Philippine market, meat processors had to carve their way to ensure continuous production of goods while keeping prices stable. In April, the Department of Agriculture allowed domestic meat processors to import mechanically deboned meat of chicken from the Netherlands amid an existing import ban on the European country due to ongoing bird flu outbreaks. However, what the meat processing industry thought would be good news turned out to be an arduous challenge. By around that time, the Philippines had already lost about 60% of its chicken MDM supply, a vital raw material used by meat processors to make products like hot dogs and meatloaf due to existing import bans on European countries. The partial lifting of the import ban on the Netherlands came as a sort of relief as the opening of the Dutch market would mean access to about 35% of the country's annual chicken MDM supply. However, this was not 2017. It was 2020 and lockdown measures were being imposed in almost every market. Little did the industry know that the partial lifting of the import ban carried a stringent import condition that Dutch poultry exporters are unable to to fully comply with born and bred. The import condition meant that poultry products to be exported to the Philippines, in this case Dutch, must come from birds or poultry that were born and bred in the Netherlands. In a meeting of the Philippine Association of Meat Processors Incorporated in the latter part of April, discussions regarding the latest problem to hit the industry began. During that April 28 meeting, it was revealed that most of the poultry meat including MDM, suppliers in the Netherlands cannot comply with the born and bred condition since the European country sources its raw materials from other European countries like Poland. Given the import condition, Dutch poultry exporters can only supply the Philippines with very, very few containers per week, according to the discussions at the meeting. It was also disclosed at that meeting that it is not only the Netherlands that would have difficulties complying with the born and bred condition, but other European countries as well, 
like Germany and the United Kingdom. It was clear to the meat processors that the born and bred import condition has become one big roadblock. The industry will not be able to get enough raw material supply from Europe. The Bureau of Animal Industry, the mandated agency to oversee importation of meat products, stressed that countries sourcing raw materials or products from other countries to be exported to the Philippines as their own defies the purpose of the government's accreditation system. Here is BAE Director Rildrin G. Morales explaining. So the idea of born and, born and bred, kasi, if we are importing animals from a, from a country, uh, let's say country A, so inaccredit natin yung system nila para makapagpadala ng ayaw sa atin or kami. And then if wala naman silang may bibigay sa atin na nanggalik sa kanila, and they will just buy uh, ready for slaughter animal from their neighboring country, say uh, country B, and ipapasa nila sa atin yung karne nun, uh, that's, that's, that defies the, the purpose of accrediting yung kanilang system. Remember, when we accredit, uh, we accredit yung kanilang uh, uh, dalawang, uh, dalawang area. Yung sa veterinary services, we accredit yung kanilang animal health programs. And then later on, we accredit yung kanilang uh, meat establishments. Ngayon, uh, uh, kung hindi naman galing sa kanila yung hayop, so what's the point of uh, accrediting their veterinary services, yung animal health programs? And uh, worst, paano kung yung uh, pinanggalingan na country ay uh, uh, may problema so hindi natin accredited. So that's, that's the rationale behind the born and bred. The Philippine government provides two types of accreditation to interested meat exporters to the country. A system accreditation and an individual accreditation. A system accreditation means that the Philippines recognizes the exporting country's food safety system as at par with its very own domestic system. Under such accreditation, any exporter or foreign meat establishment recognized and accredited by the exporting country could export meat products to the Philippines. An individual accreditation or a FME-based accreditation allows only specific companies to export meat products to the Philippines. Morales explained that the partial lifting of the import ban on the Netherlands, which has an existing system accreditation, was based on the current disease situation in the country, particularly its current bird flu outbreaks. When, uh, when we studied the uh, disease situation in the Netherlands and uh, Europe in general, progressive kasi yung uh, outbreak. No? Very progressive siya na dire-diretso yung kanyang uh, pagtutok. No? Kaya ang sa atin, uh, what, we, what we required is yung region kung saan ma-isosource yung, yung uh, MBM, dapat doon din ng galing yung, yung birds. Uh, ngayon, ang sagot nga nila, uh, it will be very difficult for them kasi uh, they are even sourcing it from other regions. Ngayon, in view, uh, in view of the fact that there are progressive outbreaks, paano natin ma-fix yung ating uh, pag-trace doon sa sa outbreak and non-outbreak area. So yun lang, ang, ang tingin ko, ang sinasabi ng mga nasa industry, uh, food processing industry is, yun daw, mga, yun daw region na 
na kung saan uh, inalaw natin for regionalization, hindi nila kayang isupply yung meat na manggagaling yun. But, but it defies the very essence of regionalization. Kasi parang sinabi natin, oh, po pwede lahat ng hayop ng birds dito sa Luzon. And then uh, bigla magsasurge ka naman sa Visayas. Eh, ito nga lang Luzon yung tinanggap mo, in-exclude mo ng Visayas, ba't kukuha ka doon? So yun, that, it defies the, the purpose of regionalization. The Paris-based World Organization for Animal Health, or OIE, defines regionalization, which it also interchanges with zoning, as the mechanism of defining a certain part of a country that contains an animal population or subpopulation with a specific animal health status with respect to an infection or infestation for the purposes of international trade or disease prevention or control. Regions or zones are defined primarily on geographical basis using natural, artificial, or legal boundaries. For example, the Philippines is divided into three regions, Luzon, Visayas, and Mindanao. Morales stressed that the government is just protecting the country's borders from the entry of the highly pathogenic avian influenza H5N8 strain, the current bird flu strain spreading in Europe, in light of certain bird flu strains being able to infect humans. In February, Russia reported the first human case of H5N8 infection. A month before that, China reported the first human case of the H10N3 bird flu. Even in even in some areas of Netherlands, even in some areas of Netherlands, kasi sir, buti sana yun kung uh, very static, no? yung isa lang yung outbreak nila, yun lang. Or dalawa or tatlo lang. Uh, progressive kasi siya, sir. And uh, ang iniwasan natin dito, this is H5N8, no? Uh, and uh, we have seen naman na nagkaroon na ng human case doon sa sa China. So, oh, so ang kwan natin dito is uh, hindi lang basta tayo mag-aalangan dito dahil doon sa poultry, but even for the humans itself. Uh, tayo mismo, yes sir. Ang uh, influenza, no, influenza virus, uh, yung uh, highly pathogenic influenza, even influenza, and uh, in general, influenza virus is a uh, Uh, dun sa, sa in, in common language no yun sinasabi nila na layman's term yung mabilis mag-mutate no yung transgenetic shift niya so yun medyo uh, doon tayo nag-iingat uh, there's H5N8 and then dito naman sa atin naka-observe na tayo ng H5N6 so we don't want uh, uh, mag-compound pa yung situation natin Morales also explained that the Philippines is entitled to its own policies to ensure sufficient protection of its animal and human health, especially that it is a smaller country that is more vulnerable to economic shock in case of animal disease outbreaks. We must uh, uh, understand that uh, while there are uh, standards uh, or agreements, uh, as a sovereign country, uh, we are entitled to Uh, our own uh, policies that we think ay pagkuprotectan uh, to sa ating industry. And uh, we must also appreciate, Jasper, na uh, as one of the smaller countries, no, uh, wag na nating sabihin mah- mahirap, pero growing economy, di ba? Growing economy. 
our system is mas uh, is ma, uh, is more prone to shocks uh, than the bigger economies. So what what we're saying, uh, kapag nagkaroon tayo ng uh, ng bird flu, uh, it's it's very difficult to you know mobilize everything at the at the cost of uh, so much resources. Sa kanila, hindi naman problema yun. Eh. Nakita mo yung sa South Korea, nagkaroon sila ng H5N8. Wala lang. Uh, with the... Diba? Pinatay nila lahat yung kanilang... Uh, ano. And then they're just importing uh, eggs. Ngayon, pagka ginawa ba natin yun sa atin, uh, ito, uh, mag-ganun ba siya kadali? Siyempre, magwawala yung mga... yung mga... mga racers natin. Plus the fact that... Oh, plus the fact that Uh, anong pambabayad hindi madali maglabas ng resources para syempre yeah, basta yun yung general idea and that dictum that dictum uh, Jasper is uh, acceptable even no, sa human health sector at the human health sector it is uh, 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 an agreed principle that the smaller uh, economies or the poorer the country mas uh, affected kapag nagkaroon ng mga diseases, mas naapektuhan yung mas mahihirap. For Morales, the Netherlands' case of not being able to comply with the born and bred import condition is not an issue. Actually, uh, hindi naman nagre-reklamo yung Netherlands. They, 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 uh, they're not uh, complaining about the, the born and bred issue. Kasi technically, uh, Ang, ang Netherlands has uh, an HPI ban. No? So, basically, uh, we're just accommodating itong regionalization uh, because on the economic implication to our local meat processing industry. So, by all intent and purposes, ban ang, uh, ang Netherlands sa atin. So, uh, inaccommodate lang natin yung regionalization sa kanila for... MDM, yun lang. So walang issue si Netherlands. Uh, yun lang ang uh, pinarating lang sa atin ng industry is uh, hindi daw uh, kaya ni Netherlands. Yeah, hindi kaya ni Netherlands. But uh, this is not an issue with uh, with Netherlands. I, I would not call it uh, an issue being raised by by Netherlands. We were just informed na hindi nila kaya isupply yung ganun na, na sistema dahil nga uh, parang yung yung production ng area uh, ng regions identified ay natin But for Pampi, the born and bred import condition is indeed an issue. In fact, the association told the Business Mirror that it was taken aback with the imposition of the born and bred import condition pointing out that such was never a requirement. In Pampi's opinion, the logical application of the import condition is for fresh poultry cuts like breasts and leg quarters, and not for products like MDM, especially if the countries concerned are under unified custom and border rules like that of the European Union. The group said that for MDM, the import condition becomes impractical because this raw material is taken from skeletal frames, mostly from outer back which come in small volumes. Because of this, MDM producers in a country with a small poultry population, such as the Netherlands, will need to import these parts from neighboring countries within the EU and UK 
to produce a substantial volume for export, the group added. The Meat Importers and Traders Association is in agreement with Pompey that the European Union must be exempted from the born and bred import condition since countries under the Customs Union have borderless trade. Mita President Jesus C. Cham told the Business Mirror that the born and bred import condition has nothing to do with food safety and animal health. He pointed out that the measure is just a non-tariff measure and a protectionist one. He added that discussions regarding born and bred import condition date back as far as 15 years ago and it is only this time that such rules have come into play, resulting in economic implications. It's a grave situation. That's how Pompey describes the current situation of the industry when it comes to raw material supply. Well, Pompey was not remiss in warning the government of possible raw material shortage due to import bans abroad. As early as March, Pompey had disclosed that the raw material prices have doubled to $1.5 per kilogram due to loss of European suppliers. And an increase in raw material prices would only mean higher retail prices of processed meat products such as the Filipinos' beloved hot dogs. And well, what was just a forewarning months ago has become a reality. Hot dog manufacturers hiked their prices in late May and early June. Pompey said suppliers from Brazil, US, and Canada are trying to fill the void but atrociously high prices which threaten the businesses of meat processors and food supply for the consumers. Morales recognizes the economic implication of the import bans imposed by the government on European countries, but he pointed out that their primary concern is protecting the country's borders. May, H- may, may HPAI and Netherlands, uh, may HPAI and Netherlands, so ang primary concern natin, of course, is the protection of our borders natin. So everything else is uh, secondary. Uh, meantime, uh, there are some people who will might say that no, uh, uh, they will they will uh, you know uh, uh, insist on the issue of uh, food security. Binabalansin uh, naman natin yun eh. We we need to protect our borders and we have to uh, also uh, work uh, on our uh, food security. Uh, Ang importante sa atin, uh, yung uh, hindi natin sinasabing uh, uh, tawag dito. Uh, the uh, one is uh, more important than the other. Uh, so binabalansin natin yan. But of course, food security is primal, primal concern then. But of course, animal health, human health is equally primal, di ba? Tune in to the BM Burgerlock Podcast next Thursday for the second part of this episode. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.